of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. And lo, the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. That's always been my favorite part of Linus's recitation in the Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> they were sore afraid. It's actually a a pretty good translation. The original language, the Greek that it was written in, says literally, they feared a great fear. Or in the authorized Tenetti version, they needed to change their pants. <laughs> they were sore afraid, and of course they were. They are out there in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, and suddenly a host of angelic armies invade and appear all around them. Who, who wouldn't be afraid? Even the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament, when he saw the angels of the Lord, he said, Woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips. Who wouldn't be afraid? When you see an angel, Mary, when she sees the angel, she's, she's afraid too. Who wouldn't be afraid? But maybe there's more to the story. Maybe... For these particular shepherds, there's a particular reason why they should be not just afraid, but sore afraid. We need to take a moment to talk about shepherds. When we think about shepherds, we don't have a whole lot of shepherds running around. We tend to lump them all together in one great big group of those guys from a long time ago in the Bible who were shepherds. But in ancient Israel, there were actually two different kinds of shepherds. The first kind are what were known as peasant shepherds. And your peasant shepherds were kind of your professional shepherds. They were your nine to five shepherds, okay? They had a house in town and they went out, they pastured their flock all day, and then they went back to their house at the end of the day. These were your respectable, law-abiding, homebody shepherds, the peasant shepherds. But there was another group of shepherds that folks aren't as familiar with. They're called the nomadic shepherds. And if the peasant shepherds are the homebody shepherds, the nomadic shepherds, as the name suggests, are the homeless shepherds. They're the ones, they would drift from town to town and village to village, and since they had no pasture of their own, when are they going to pasture their flock? Well, they're gonna do it at night. They're gonna do it at night when all the professional, respectable peasant shepherds are back home. Then they're able to tend their flock out at night. And so they would go from village to village, from town to town, and as you might imagine, they started to develop a reputation. Not unlike, you know, in more recent times, gypsies. And I don't mean to cast any aspersions on any gypsies who are here tonight, but not unlike what gypsies, this sense of, well, uh, the nomadic shepherds, they are swindlers and thieves. They're untrustworthy. In fact, they weren't even allowed to, to testify in court to be a nomadic shepherd. Martin Luther, our guy Martin Luther, who's never one to mince words, he says that these shepherds, they were mean, low-down, trashy folk. You don't say, Martin. <laughs> if you were a nomadic shepherd, you were a lost cause. Now, all of this said, these shepherds whom we meet in tonight's gospel, which of those two groups are they? The, the peasants or the nomadic ones? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? As they're out there keeping watch over their flock by night, they're out there at night because they can't be there during the day. They're out there by night because they are nomads going from town to town and village to village trying to find any place they can possibly pasture their sheep. They are some of those crooked, untrustworthy, low-down, trashy folk who are out there keeping their sheep, which is why 
When the angel appears to them, they are not just afraid, as any reasonable person would be afraid, but they are sore afraid. They are sore afraid because if even the prophet Isaiah, if even Mary would be fearful when they saw an angel, what hope, what hope do these shepherds possibly have? Surely God is going to poof, strike them down right there. That's why he's here. They knew that it was coming. It was only a matter of time. Wasn't I telling you? It was only a matter of time before God comes and gets us. They're sore afraid. But that's also why, friends. That's also why the message, the good news that the angel then announces to them meets their great fear with great joy. Because he says, today, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, has been born. To whom, he says? Unto you. Yes, you. That's all the angel is saying. Yes, you. Crooked, trashy, untrustworthy, low-down, hopeless, heartless, lost cause, you. Rejoice. Because it's not only you, shepherds, but it's also to you and to me, to folks like us on this night in particular. I've been reading with the kids recently a book called The Christmas Pig. It's high literature, high literature. <laughs> The Christmas Pig. No, it's a great book. It's by J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series. And in the book, she tells the story of this little boy, Jack, who loses his beloved pig, his beloved toy pig. He loses it the week before Christmas. It's awful. It's just heartbreaking. Poor Jack. But on Christmas Eve, his toys talk to him. Did you know this? Toys can talk on Christmas Eve. Be warned, okay? So on Christmas Eve, the toys tell him. They tell Jack. They say, listen, your pig, your beloved pig, it's fallen down into the land of the lost. That's right. It's down there in the land of the lost. And the land of the lost is presided over by the loser. Everybody say, ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what does the loser do? The loser is going to destroy any toys or creatures that make their way down into the land of the lost unless somebody comes to rescue them. Jack says, oh, oh, no. But how could I possibly... And the toys say, well, actually, on this night, and only on this night, Jack, you are able to enter into the land of the lost in order to rescue your beloved pig. Now, it's a beautiful story. I won't spoil the ending for you, except to say that it's wonderful, and it is a happy ending. But the reason I bring it up is because of the question that Jack asks next. He says to the toys, okay, okay, this is great. So you're telling me tonight, this night, I can go and I can go down into the land of the lost and, and I can rescue my beloved pig. That's right. He says, well, I just have one question. Why this night and only this night? And they say to him, well, Jack, don't you know? It's Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Eve is the night for miracles and lost causes. Christmas Eve is the night for miracles and lost causes. So it is. 
And I know that for many of you who are gathered here this night, you felt a ton like a lost cause because your health is beyond healing. Perhaps a relationship beyond repairing. A career that hasn't gone in the direction that you wanted it to. You feel like a lost cause because you're, you're 40 years old, you're 60 years old, you're 80 years old, and still you're like, I don't have it all together yet, and I thought that I would by this time. And you feel like you're a lost cause. Well, then friends, I have good news of great joy to announce unto you, yes, you. Because on this day, in the city of David, a Savior was born who was Christ the Lord. On this day, God came down into this land of the lost in order to rescue his beloved, in order to rescue you. Lost causes like you and me, crooked, untrustworthy, low-down, mean people like us. Yes, us. That's who our Savior has come for. That's why he came. And so in those times when you feel most like you're a lost cause and all the losers in the world are trying to gobble you up and tell you how unlovable and undeserving and unworthy you are, you can say, yes, so be it. But there is a Lord in heaven who looked down on me and said, though I might be some dirty, ratty old pig, he looks at me as his beloved, for so you are. That's how he sees you, through the lens of his son, your savior. And if there was any doubt about it, tonight puts the lie to it. There can be no question, because on this night, God stepped down into the land of the lost, because this night, this night is the night for miracles and lost causes. It's the night for you. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.